the toughest part was when I become a mom of two. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that was a period whereby I really felt that I felt as a mother. Hi, I'm Michelle Hon and I've built multiple six-figure online businesses from home that offers the financial freedom for me to do what I want, when I want. And most importantly, it allows me to be available for my children whenever they need me. And let me tell you that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for our successes. So how do you build a thriving business from home and impacting thousands from around the world? This is the Chill Mom Boss Show. Welcome to another episode of the Chill Mom Boss Show. And as you can see with me, we have three guests today. And I'll let them each introduce themselves a bit later. But um, what's happening today is that we're trying out this new series called Mom Boss Chat. And it's really how I want to bring you know us mom building businesses together to talk about issues or our thoughts around you know how we do it all um, businesses, tips, whatever it is that we can share with you. And this way is sort of like we can, it's a bit more casual and we can just say what's really in our heart. And I don't know about you, but for myself personally, I always are interested in knowing how is it like for another person? is what I'm going to normal. So I hope that with this series, we're able to bring that to you. So let's begin by get to know each of them. First off, hi Rosie. Hi. <laughs> yourself. Hi Michelle. Yeah, I'm Rosie. I'm the founder of Cherel Beauty, a local skincare product that's made in Singapore. Um, so what I do is that I help busy mom achieve beautiful skin in easy steps and also in more efficient way because we don't really have much time to do a lot of uh, skincare routine. So that's something that uh, I do help all the busy mouths and my customers. Awesome. And you? Hi, I'm Jasmine Chua. Uh, I'm the interior designer from Frosh Design Studio. So we help homeowners uh, achieve a aesthetically pleasing and functional home as uh, the century where they can uh, retreat you know, at the end of the day. Uh, I'm also a mom of two. <laughs> Hi, uh, I'm Elaine. I'm a mom of four kids. Um, I'm an educator and um, I have a business that helps parents and students um, stay motivated in learning. And my really my vision is to help them to love learning. Um, and I teach mostly uh, primary school students. Great. So. With that, you get to know them a little bit. Um, so let's start this conversation off with, I think um, the most common question I get asked is, how do you balance your business with kids, with family, right? So I think like it's only, um, how to say, it's only fitting that we start this series with this question and let's just get this out of the way to, to, to share with people that hey, it is doable, it may not be easy and see how you guys do it and then, and then we can move on to other topics or questions people have around building businesses and family. Okay. Alright, so maybe I'll start with you Elaine, yes. mother of four. <laughs> like, you know, we have three, two, two, two right? So, Four, how do you do it? When I'm sure you get this asked this as well, right? So how do you run a um, tuition enrichment center and having four kids? How, how is it like for you? 
Um, I think for me, the important thing is the support network. So I have a very supportive husband and I have my mom to help and a helper. So when I'm at work, I don't have to worry about work. Um, and when I am off work, I don't think about work. I am present with my kids. So for me, it's very important that I balance the time and juggle my time as such. Um, so during the school holidays, I really just uh, carve out that morning time with my kids, you know, before I <clears throat> give my tuition in the afternoons. Yeah. Is it the same for you? Support? Um, similar. So this is definitely something that I'm still learning. But one thing that really helped me is quite similar to what you say, like being present. So if I'm working, I really focus on work and try not to worry about mom's guilt or think about my children. And then when I'm with them, you know, I really turn my phones to silent mode and put it away so that I'm focused on spending time with my kids. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I think what uh, helps me extra is, you know, some of the the techniques that you have also shared, you know, in your courses, like for example, the Pomodoro Tomato, <laughs> that really helped me a lot. Like, you know, the 45 minutes uh, focus session, everything set to silent mode and just do work. And then I'm a lot more effective that way as well. So mm. sometimes like this, and also coming to an understanding that I can't be everything to everybody. Sometimes mm. I really just got to say no or let go. Yeah, mm -hmm. and prioritize. Mm. Mm. I mean, like, it sounds like, okay, you got it kind of like, you know, managed right now, but I'm sure it wasn't like this right at the start, right? So how, how hard was it for you to get into this routine where, you know, you got the Pomodoro technique and then um, stay present? So how it was before and what was the switch to go, um, I used to be guilty and now I'm no longer that? What, what happened? I think it's... Uh mindset shift as well as an understanding um, I think the understanding and the clarity got better when I have my daughter because first I have a son and then I was in my corporate job I haven't mm. started my business so I used to spend like 1.5 hours with him in the evening you know mm. I came back home 7 plus he goes to bed 8 plus 9 o'clock so it's only that one and a half hours I don't even spend time with him in the morning so that was a lot of mom guilt and a lot of struggle mm. then I decided to probably try out being a stay-at-home mom you know, and oh, that didn't work out for me. I mean, there's no no right or wrong, personally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but just for me, I feel that identity-wise, uh, I need something else for myself. Yeah. So I decided to try out something flexible, running mm. my own business, uh, yet at the same time, you know, I, I create an identity for myself. At the same time, I get more time with my kids. Mm. So I think that helps. So it's a, it's a learning journey. Then when I finally have my daughter, I all the more it reinforces my decision that I cannot be a stay-at-home mom because I want to be a an example to my daughter that, you know, you can do it as well. You can mm. be a mother. You can have your own career. Yeah, so, so, so yeah, that kind of reinforces my decision. Mm. <laughs> Same, actually, very, very similar to my story as well, really? I'm sure. Yeah, I was also, like, giving up my business to be a stay-at-home mom and then realized that, no, <laughs> you know, um, well, I think I enjoy the idea of not doing anything and be home with kids, but uh, I've got no income, you know, relying on a husband 100%. It feels a bit, I don't know, just imbalanced. I needed some sort of, I think it, like, you know, we 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 worked right mm. before family, and we can't earn our own incomes. Half independent, and suddenly to rely on someone else and have that, yeah, it was really difficult for me. Same. Yeah, yeah. Until we 
start a business and that was also kind of hard it's a shift of identity mm-hmm. and um, how, how was it like for you we are still working yeah I'm still and working. Have, a business, have a business and kids so and how kids. is it like for you yeah it's, I, I agree with them the support system is really important mm. yeah I'm glad that I have supported husband mm. and also my parents and parents-in-law they are the one who really gave a lot of support and I also learned how to be balanced and it was actually at the start it was quite a struggle mm. trying to get I mean my full-time job working and then the business yeah and as well as managing kids but then I, I agree the Pomodoro's method really mm. tell you that the focus time then you realize that wow that that time that you focus on you maximize a lot of all the things that you really want to do you check off the list and then you feel at ease then you are able to focus on even more things and that's something that's really important mm. on trying to sort of change the mindset to be more structured because mm. I'm actually very disorganized and <laughs> somebody asked me why do you even want to go to a business you really have a full-time job yeah you have two kids and they are so young they need a lot of attention why do you want business so um, my business was uh, set up also like uh, you same thing like I want to be a role model to my daughter mm. yeah so Sherelle Beauty Sherelle is my daughter's name ah. yeah so I created it yeah really so to meaningful. yeah it's, it has a meaningful yeah um, it's a meaningful uh, business that I created yeah mm. so in, in this business I wanted to create something for her as well to know that uh, even though you, you can have a full time job but if you set a focus on doing something that you really want you can also do that yeah, that's something that I wanted to do. And and I'm happy that the business is also uh, creating some value to the uh, society as well by giving back to support underprivileged girls' education. That's, that's something great. that yeah, we, we really aim to do. We are not 100% there yet, but we uh, we will strive to do that, yes. Ah, uh, good on you, Rosie. Yes. Yeah. Well, come to like support, right? We all agree that support is very important. Um, does it come like on day one when you started your journey would you say because I got a lot of moms telling me that you know um, I don't have the support of my family or my husband does not agree to this like was it did you have support from day one or did it come or like come over time how was it like mm, it didn't come on day one I think it's not because nobody support uh, me for my side is mm. more that I it's very hard to let go somehow at times mm. you want to do everything yeah I think as a mom you want to be involved in everything in your kids uh, from the learning from how how you can play with them everything then in business you want to do everything as well yeah as well in work you want to also do strive very uh, all your best in doing everything yeah to show that you you can be a role model as well but then after a while you realize that it's so tiring because you you want to be the best but you know you are not perfect you can't be the best in everything so then you have to I started reaccessing to start to let go knowing that okay some things maybe it's good to involve someone in the family Mm. yeah that is to still show the love for the kids I think my focus is more on the kids whether they still get the time and the love that they need during this demanding time mm-hmm. so I decided that I will let go to maybe uh, loop in the help of my husband mm-hmm. and also my parents-in-law who, who stays with me mm-hmm. so that's something that is uh, I, I feel that is 
really nice that they are willing to help because it's very tiring. So how did that conversation come about though? How did like, you know, you were the one doing everything to I'm letting go. How do you even tell them, hey, today I'm letting go. Uh, you start doing <laughs> the work. I cannot. Like that, is it? Like how? No. Like what's that conversation so that maybe like, you know, our, our audience who are going through the same thing yeah. feel like, okay, I'm ready to let go but they're not ready to receive the responsibility. <laughs> how, I think and ask yeah. Yeah. And, and pacing. Mm, you know, like pacing sometimes a lot of my thoughks are in my mind. Mm. Do I worry about this? Will mm. they help me? Will they, are they agreeable? But sometimes, you know, just have that conversation with them. Uh, keep it simple you know a lot of times our parents are really supportive of us mm. right? even my in-laws also so yeah we really need a village of supporters mm. especially when we are doing this so mm. both my mom and my in-laws are here to help me with our kids when mm. we, we need them so I think sometimes it's like asking like my mom I didn't expect her to say yes but yeah. because sometimes my husband travels out of time mm. <laughs> so uh, I need to handle two kids right. and they are like one year so it's just really old. like, hi mom, you know, yeah, husband's like, uh, not here, yeah. I got an appointment to get to, are you able to just come watch the kids yeah. for two yes. hours? Oh no, uh, stay overnight with me. Oh, wow. so. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Since you're all the way here, stay longer. Make dinner too. Help me fetch the elder one, we'll have dinner together, uh, stay overnight, mm, yeah, you know, mm. and then in the morning we'll all go out together. Mm. So I didn't expect her to say yes, I was a bit like, and then I asked my sister about it first. She said, yeah, why don't you just ask her? And then she kind of like helped me lay the groundwork with my mom, and then I asked my mom, so yeah, and she said, okay. Yeah, and then after that first scary time to ask, then it gets easier the second, third time, right? Yeah. How is it like for you? I mean, I, I think it's very similar to uh, Rosie and Jasmine. For me, I feel like as a mother, we have we multitask all the time, mm. and because we 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 care a lot, and we know so many, somehow we our brain can just multitask so much, but it is all inside our head only. Right. So I feel for me the important thing is I need to be very honest with my husband. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I cannot handle this anymore. You know, can you take over? And it's it's not I think it's not that um my husband doesn't care, it's just that he doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Yes. You know, because sometimes we seem like we are holding it all so well together. Mm-hmm. But actually, that's not the case, you know, inside we are crumbling or we just feel like on some days, we just need that support, mm. you know, but other people, people cannot see it because mm. it seems like, oh, we are doing so well, you know, have so many children, we still can have um, a business, you know, that kind of thing. But really having that heart-to-heart conversation is very important for me, mm. you know, um, just to be to, to be real and to tell, hey, you know, I'm feeling like that and I really need help, can you take over, you know, I think that, that really worked for, for me. Yeah, I remember I had that conversation with my husband as well. Like on the outside, um, this is probably like three years ago. On the outside, it looks like, wow, you're doing so many things. You're amazing, right? But I constantly have this fear that, oh my God, like I felt like I was juggling so many plates that if I drop the ball on one thing, everything's going to come crashing down. Like, it's, you know, it's a bit of that. Um, I don't know, is that fear or that ego to want to show people that I can do it all? And having that. I would say, um, brave and difficult conversation to say, guess what, I'm, I'm not, <laughs> you know, I really need you to step in here. And he was like, sure, what can I do, right? So um, since then, you know, I don't have to like wake up early, send the kids to school, so he's doing it. Some days he's picking up the kids. So that takes up not just only 
the fact that they're helping and also some of the mental loads as well. Yes. I think yes. the mental load itself, yes. not the actual doing. Yeah. yeah. It's and a very common yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a very common thing, you know, that mental load thing that we mm. mothers are always processing carrying. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Ultimately I think it's knowing that you're not alone. Mm. As a parent, the, the burden is shared, you know. And and help is available. Sometimes it's just a matter of just asking, yes. you know, and telling them, you know, hey, I really need help. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in your like household, how about like do you get the kids to step out to help and yeah, because your kids are older, right? Uh, my son is four. Mm. My daughter is fourteen months old. Mm. Yeah. So um, I do try to foster independence in my son as much as possible. That's it. You know. Uh, usually when he first start to help out, he's so enthusiastic, and usually his helping means I take more time and I may have to clean up after him. <laughs> but it's okay. At least in the long run. So yes, at least in the morning. Uh, now he can dress himself mm. independently. Uh, he's quite used to a routine already, so he knows after breakfast he got to brush teeth himself. Like you know, we do it together in the toilet, but he does it for himself. Mm-hmm. And then after that, he will change to his uniform by himself. He can put on his shoes, uh, you know, as etc. So yeah, he's quite independent. But this is again not overnight magic. I mm-hmm. went through a whole period of learning how to make the environment uh, more appropriate for him to help him be independent. Mm-hmm. Like for example, if I put his uniform at my height, like 1.5 meters, for example, you know, he can't reach it and he can't be independent. So I've got to put his clothes lower so he can, yeah, so it's changing the environment, using positive affirmation. So things like that, it was a journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then move into the uh, parenting part of things, right? Mm-hmm. So how do you, do you feel like you are not a good enough parent because, you know, you're juggling so many other things? The toughest part was when I become a mom of two. Yeah, and there was a period whereby I really felt that I felt as a mother. Mm. Yeah, because my, my son was uh, very jealous. Yeah, so that first one jealousy really, really got to him. Mm. Then at the same time, my daughter's temperament, she's very clingy. She really needs me with her all the time. So, and because of this, it resulted in a lot of tricky behaviors from my mm. son. You know, a tantrum, refused to sleep, refused to nap. I, I, at that time, I, I really wasn't so into parenting, as mm. in like, I didn't really learn about it. Mm. So I was really very lost. <laughs> it was very, very tough. Yeah. Mm. So what helped got you through it? Uh, I started to learn more about, I, I went to research first, you know, mm. why he's like that, how do I deal with it, and then I chanced upon a positive parenting coach. Mm. So I have been on that program since. So And that really, really helped me a lot. Mm. Like now, First, it's mindset shift, you know, mm. that my son is not deliberately being difficult. Mm. He is struggling. He's trying mm. to connect with me. And then I learned techniques as to how to help him deal with it. Mm. And if, you know, I got issues, I can always troubleshoot with a coach. So, yeah, I have, like, parenting coach. I have business coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think that it's good. Like, we... Sometimes, you know, um, we... Uh, not you know we or women in general we don't want to seek help because we feel like um it's it's a sign of maybe we're not good enough that's why we need you know we need to seek help and therefore a lot of people are not seeking help mm. and you know and and not really thriving as well so did you have that before or you know um, it was yeah, come naturally to you 
the mom guilt is really inevitable, mm. you know, because sometimes we just want to do everything by ourselves and like what you shared before, you know. Um, I think for me, at first, I at, when I was a first-time mom, I was like, wow, you know, I have so many expectations. I want to be like this. And I, I see on Instagram, you know, all these wonderful moms out there, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just want to give the best to my child. Um, but I also realized that in giving that, then I've, I, I slowly lose a bit of myself. You know, mm-hmm. the self-care part is um, not taken care of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it's really the, the expectations and the being able to let go. So as I have, you know, my number two and number three, every child teaches me to let go even more. Mm. Um, and, and it's okay, you know, it's okay if sometimes the house is messy. Mm. Um, it's okay if they're fighting and if they're screaming in the house because they just need to vent their frustrations and I just need to wait. Mm. You know, although on days when I'm triggered, it's very difficult. But um, like Jasmine also, I read a lot of uh, parenting books, you know, when I had my first child. Um, and it really helped me also have a different perspective. You know, I always tell myself uh, when they are having a tantrum, your prefrontal cortex is not fully yeah. developed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. I'm 25. And I need to be patient with myself. Mm. I need to be patient with my kids mm. as well. Yeah, and, and when they can see that I am also not perfect, and I admit that I'm not perfect, you know, then the the mending or the you know the the reconciliation comes mm-hmm. um, after a tantrum. You know, we cannot avoid tantrums, right? Because yeah. even for me, as a mother or as a woman, I have so many ups and downs throughout the day. You know, mm-hmm. throughout the month. Um, so I. It's just part of being human. Correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you feel so bad after uh, yeah. outburst, so, you know. <laughs> like my, my my daughter would, you know, laugh at me. Mommy, you're supposed to be the chill mom, you're not chill at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, because I was chill before you came along. <laughs> and like, so this morning I was listening to this podcast about how um, a lot of our triggers is mm-hmm. um our our own kind of like how to say our own wants and needs not being met when we were young or how we were parented we kind of projected onto our kids subconsciously and it was a really good podcast you should listen to it I shared it on my IG yesterday but by the way so um, yeah it talks a lot about you know mom girl and all that and to separate the behavior from the person mm-hmm. like how someone, you know, your kid is acting out, you know, even um, they're they're behaving, um, uh, throwing a tantrum or doing something considered naughty or, you know, when they're a teenager, they stay up late or all all of that is their behavior and it doesn't um, define them as a good person or not. And when we see that, then it's easy to separate that and... Um, yeah, I felt like, oh my God, there's so many like wrong things that I've done. <laughs> I wish my, you know, I, I know all about this when my kids were younger, but then different season, you kind of go through different things as mm-hmm. well, right? Yeah. So I think like a lot of times we, as parents, first have to, there's tons of mom guilt. We have to first, again, tell us that, hey, I, my outburst, my behavior doesn't mean that I'm a bad mother. Yes. So I'm a good yes. mother, even though I just lost it at my kids. And, yes. and like you say, mm-hmm. um, that mending part, like, I'm really sorry, mommy, mm-hmm. you know, shouted at you and mm-hmm. I shouldn't have done that. And, you know, 
you still mean a lot to me and I think that's yeah yeah I mean it's beautiful because there was a moment when um, my kids my first and second kid quarreled mm. and my first kid actually went to apologize to the second kid and I realized that you know yeah sometimes when we just lower our pride and it's a form of modeling as well yes. you know yes. they they, they know how to handle these situations by themselves. Mm. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. yeah. Yeah, correct. So, yeah, they really watch what we do yes. and not what we say. Yes. Yeah. So, gotta be careful with that. Yes, <laughs> I agree. Totally agree. Because sometimes, yeah, I do have my meltdowns because when I'm quite frustrated, I really... We're only human. Yeah, yeah we're only human. I, I burst out and my kid was consoling me, mommy, why are you so angry? Oh. Yeah, so it's like, it melt your heart, like, okay, maybe I need to control my temper at times. But then I, I tell him, it's the same thing at times that mommy is also human. Sometimes I may have, be a bit too tired, do understand that I also agree that at times we have that guilt that we may not be like the best mom. We always want to strive to be the best at times and it, Sometimes you just have to tell yourself that uh, you, you cannot be the best, but you try to, uh, if you can do it, you try to do it. Yeah, but if you can't, yeah, you, you have to step back and tell yourself it's fine. Yeah, that, that part, actually I struggled quite a lot. Mm. I think when I had my first kid as well, I fell into depression, like I couldn't give like the best. I mm. think, especially I think when you are a first time parent, a lot of things you, you listen to a lot of uh, people saying that you must do this, mm. do this, do this. And you read a lot of things, you must do this, do this. Then you're like, oh no, I can't. I'm not do doing this, 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 this. Oh no, I'm failing. Yeah, I'm failing. Then, then you, you fell into that depression th thinking that you're not good enough. So I've been through that stage and then I realized that I've been focusing too much on being the best, but you know, we can never be the best, but we can give our best. You know, we mm -hmm. sometimes we try, if we can achieve it, it's good, but if we can't, then it's fine. We have to, uh, then I slowly learn to let go. And I think in my second one, sometimes I do feel guilty. Maybe I let go too much. At times, <laughs> I just let her do the things that maybe some people look at it, no, this is not good. But, but I say that it's fine. She's growing. Yeah. Sometimes, she just need to explore a way. Yeah. Of course, dangerous things, you still have to stop yeah. her. But some of the things that you realize when she start exploring, you don't restrict her. She learned a lot of things herself. Definitely. Even the, yeah. yeah. So it's it's quite uh, interesting and you, you realize that sometimes if you, do, you do nothing, things just grow itself mm. at times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because they are child, they are like the empty canvas, but they paint some of the things themselves. And, it's it's really nice to see that and I, I feel that that's one of the things that I feel that is very fulfilling mm. as a mother. Then I count the milestone that sometimes all this thing is yeah, um fulfilling part that okay, actually it's not about being the best, yeah. Yeah, uh, I agree with that and I think that that's definitely applied to us who are juggling multiple things, mm. especially um because they are this is I think these days, right, because our kids are so precious, mm. people tend to I call over parenting mm. like they feel like they need to do everything with the kids they do homework need to be there need to over schedule them for different things and not really just hey i have my own life too right i need to build on my career so maybe for one hour just let me do my thing you have whatever free time you're allowed to do and i think those creative free time really brings out whatever it is they do they 
most of the time they make a mess. <laughs> but it's in that mess that I'm creative. Yes. Right? In that mess that they become who they are. Yeah, so yeah. I think like that's my consolation at least that you no, know, I'm not spending my time with my kids. I'm letting them be <laughs> Yes. Yeah. And going back to your, your answer just now about uh, what you said just now about um, you know, my kids are not like the best behaved kids, right? Yeah. And um yeah, I also read this recently about how um if you're you know, we in this society is oh, we are being praised for having uh, well-behaved kids, mm-hmm. right? Or you're a good parent because your kids is well-behaved. Mm-hmm. But is that really what we want them to be when they grow up, right? So if your kids are not well-behaved, that's actually a sign that you're a good parent because you are building him or her up to explore her own identity, mm-hmm. to behave how she's supposed to behave, right? So an example would be, um, right now, it's like, oh, you know, just sit there and greet everyone, like, you know, uh, uh, even though you're uncomfortable with someone, just sit there quietly and just say yes to everyone, right? Be pleasant. Mm-hmm. And that's a sign of good parenting. Why are your kids so well behaved? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when they're an adult, do you really want them to go into work and just be compliant mm-hmm. and not say what they want to say and do what they want to do? Yeah. Right? So, so then I was like, yeah, that's a, a different like perspective yes. on like you know good behave well behave kids is that really what we want them to mm. be right agree <laughs> I think it's a very fine line between mm. you know what we think is a well behaved kid versus you know letting them have their own make their own decisions have more autonomy mm. um, because sometimes we I mean, grow, I think when we grow up, we were also parented in that way. Correct. You know, if you behave in a certain way, you will get praised by your parents. Yeah. Um, but what I've learned for myself is that then I've suppressed a lot of my own, um, you know, creativity mm. or identity. And, and then when I'm at tw- in my 20s, I'm lost, you know. Mm. Yeah, so I think it's very important, you know, like what Michelle said to... To, to, to allow them to have the autonomy, you know? Mm. It's not like forcing them, but yes, when you are ready, you do it, mm. right? Yeah. And more explaining to them, you know, why? Mm. Why do we be polite to others or mm. why do we greet our elders, you know? Mm. And when and it needs to come from the intrinsic, not, not just, oh, I do just because you say so. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I think it's a constant learning that uh, we learn from each other. Mm. And if any of you watching and you have any thoughts about what we just discussed and you'd like to add to the conversation, we welcome your input. So leave a comment, leave us a DM, tag us anywhere and we'll be able to continue this conversation further so that everyone could win and learn from this. So before we wrap this up, you know, one big takeaway from our conversation today from each of you. I think for me, the big takeaway is to follow your passion and at the same time, be patient with yourself as a mother because everything is a learning journey. Um, For me, both parenting and running a business is a humbling and healing process. Mm. Yeah, because a lot of challenges or triggers we face, be it parenting or handling business challenges, actually, it's kind of, I mean, for me at least, it's, it's kind of linked back to my childhood or my own experiences from the past. So as I overcome the challenge, be in parenting or running my business, actually, as a person, I'm kind of becoming better and growing mm-hmm. also. Yeah, and, and I'm so glad to have this opportunity to model this for my children because life is never perfect, but at least they learn that, you know, 
they can do it and everyone makes mistakes, but it's okay as long as we progress. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. as we constantly grow in our life. So that's really the point of yeah. life, isn't it? That we're constantly evolving and growing. And you, yeah. I think my biggest takeaway is always learn to love yourself then before you can spread the love to everyone, your kids, your family and also anyone you meet. Yeah, because I, I think this is something very important. If you don't learn to really learn to let go and focus on yourself, at times you realize you cannot manage a lot more things. When you're stronger, you are actually able to be even better in a lot of things that you do. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, and thank you for tuning in. We hope to see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Now, if you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a review wherever you're listening. A good one, I hope. Chances are, if you found value in this episode, others would be too. You can also tag me at the Chill Mom or Mumboss.academy on Instagram and tell me what you like or have learned from today's episode. I love seeing how you fit my podcast into your life. Till the next time, all my best and you've got this.